podcast episode 177 december 8th 2022 bob nastanovich mike hogan hey good to talk to you again my man so geez this will be the second podcast we've done in 2022 the <laughs> first one since june and really yeah. you know i mean we uh, had one almost ripping and then you had car troubles yes yeah. And I can't even really remember. I'll have to, call, I'll have to go back and figure out what I was going to play. Yeah, it's okay. Maybe we should do that in episode 178. <laughs> um, who knows? But that's the way it goes. I mean, the, it, I'm in Paris, Tennessee. You're in Portland, Oregon, right? That's right. That's right. Well, I, I, regardless, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to talk to you. Oh, I, I, always, I, I think, always. I think part of the, you know, obviously we're kind of burying the lead. Part of the reason why we have not done many podcasts in 2022 is you've been on tour, my man. So welcome back. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I, had a, I had a great time. I mean... You know, one thing I noticed about touring this year, or because then I—I mean, keep in mind, I don't—I don't play live music very often. It's such a privilege. Um, and I haven't played a show since Buenos Aires in yeah. 2010. Yeah. Um, and I, I, actually, in June, I would have played the Primavera shows. Sure. Right. Yeah. We did. We did one with uh, the last episode we did right after the Primavera shows, but. Since I'm then. sure I blithered on about that. Well, you um, did, and since then you did a U.S. tour, you did a Europe tour, uh, and I saw you in person. We had brun brunch. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah, I was saying nice brunch. <laughs> um, nice picking on your part. Um, I, I mean, I think that pavement um, was good live this year. Yeah. Um, I was and very without impressed. further ado, I'd like to thank... Um, Rebecca Clay Cole for joining our band. Yeah. Um, and I think that she was beyond a difference maker. And um, so, you know, it was, and our crew, I mean, I mean, I don't even really know where to start, but it was a marvelous experience for me. It was just so nice to see, um, keep in mind my, in my position, certainly where I live, whether it be Des Moines or here, I don't have that many opportunities to see live music. Um, so it was, I, I felt, I felt people were really happy to see live music um, from the start. Mm -hmm. And obviously I love playing pavement songs. Yeah. Um, we learned how to play about 70. Um, it was a pleasure to make the set list. Um, Everybody was well in. I'm so, um, my bandmates are, and everybody, I mean, it was a fun, it was fun for me, just really fun. Um, I just, I just, I don't even really know where to start. Yeah. Um, it's actually, I'm looking forward to getting back into it. Um, it'll be a different year. We go to Japan in February and we started up again. 
That's great. And uh, we'll see what happens. That's great. But well, um, anyways, I want to jump into the podcast. So let's do it. One of the members of our crew is a guy named Jeremy Lemos. Um, he worked with us in 2010. He's from Chicago. And um, he his main job, Mike, is he works for Mavis Staples, who, of course, is the, at this point, the only surviving member of the brilliant Staples singers, an absolute Chicago le- legend. Totally. Um, in her mid-80s, I can't believe we haven't gotten around to her. Um, and she's so active. Um, she played at Primavera. She's toured. Um, she's still touring. Um, she's relentless. And um, this is a great song by her. I'm going to play a live version. It was first put on the album We'll Never Turn Back in 2007, which was a studio album. But I love the live version, everything about it, the intro, the outro. Um, this is from her live album, her first live album which is called Live Hope at the Hideout, which was recorded at the Hideout Lounge in Chicago from 2008. This is Eyes on the Prize by Mavis Staples. Yes! Oh, yeah! We are so happy to be with you tonight. I tell you, it's a double treat. We're at the Hideout, and we're at home. (laughs) Now, we've come tonight to bring you some joy, some happiness, inspiration, and some positive vibrations. Yeah. We want to leave you with enough to last you for maybe the next six months. (laughs) All right.
come the prize. Just hold on, y'all. We're going to get the prize. One of these old days. Y'all just keep on holding on. All right. Yeah. Bob, you're starting yeah, to win a legend, my man. It's hard to follow that. Yeah, sorry about that. You know, and like, you know, I think we all grab the Grammys in our own certain ways, right? I mean, the sure. Grammys are a weird thing. Yep. yep. Um, that's a lifetime achievement award well 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 given oh, and well deserved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and you're right. You know? Like it's it's hard to believe that we haven't played Mavis before or the Staple Singers. Uh, I have a few of the Staple Singers records. Um, fantastic. You know, classic. Soul yeah, and she started playing, you know, 10 years old. She was singing singing for them. Yeah. And, like, um, I mean, staples. yeah. can you imagine introing a song like that? Six months, Mike. Six months since we've done a podcast. You know. <laughs> you you know, drop that. Yep. You know, let's make people feel good for six months. I mean, good. good I, I'm, right. I'm hoping for six hours, you know, when I <laughs> when I go on stage, you know. Um <laughs> So. Yeah, we, we, we got to keep it going for six months. Well, What okay. a voice. What a voice. Yeah, um, right. And, and what a presence. I mean, you can feel even just in that live recording, you know, we're, we're not watching it. We're not there in the room, but you can still feel that presence. It's a small room. Yeah. Um, and I think I might have been there. It was in 2000. It was actually June 23rd of 2008. It might have been in Chicago. Wow. I was probably sitting on a couch with my buddy Jeff Dukes. <laughs> um, I mean, huh. You know, we should have you, gone up to um, have been at that show. to the hideout. You know yeah. where oh. I've been before. Yeah. You been to that bar? No, 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 no. I, I, I've... oh, some of your favorite people hang out there on a regular basis. Um, sure. For two, John Langford and, and Sally Timms. That's their that's their local. Um, yeah, no, it's a good spot. Classic. And like, I'm not even like, um, you know, blues guitar is like Chicago blues guitar has never been my thing, but. I think the guy's name is Rick that played on that. And he does. I mean, he, he got after it. It was like, um, that was brilliant to listen to. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, I don't mean to, I don't mean to over compliment my pick. Um, but I, um, you know, I didn't really, I don't really know my knowledge is lacking. Um, but to listen to Jeremy, who's the front of house sound man and tour manager for Mavis talk about her, um, these days is pretty marvelous. I mean, she's one of those people that is so gracious. Um, so I missed the opportunity to meet her in Barcelona. And, you know, if I never get the chance to meet her, complete respect. Yeah, that's great. Obviously. I mean, obviously. For sure. Well, um, Powerman's one of the Chicago's finest. Yeah. Well, thank you for starting it off hot. I appreciate it. Uh, I don't know how to follow that, but I'm going to try. I'm going to play. I'm going to play another classic in a different sense. So, I think way, way back early, probably four or five years ago, you played the Silver Apples classic, New York. Yeah, I mean Silver Apples. I mean, come on, that's going to be in the first thirty or forty shows. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think when we were talking recently, I realized that you hadn't heard anything from their second album. So I'm going to play something from they. And, you know, Silver Apples put out two records, one in 1968, one in 1969, self-titled, followed by Contact. So I'm going to play something from Contact. It's actually the lead-off track called You and I. Um, and this, this second album uh, is ultimately what killed their career um, because the cover of it was the two of them, um, Dan Taylor and Simeon Cox, sitting in 
a cockpit of a Pan Am airplane, and Pan Am sued the band and the label. Oh, Lord. Uh, and it essentially killed their career, um, completely killed their career. Uh, and until what they, an, what an industry I know right Air, airlines and music yeah until they they reunited in '97 and put out an album and they toured a bit you know after all these bands um, indie bands in the '90s uh, that were heavily influenced by them um, you know caused a resurgence and reinterest in their career uh, it wasn't. I mean, yeah, including, I mean, you know, well, I mean, I only really ever know, I only know the first yeah, album. So you know the first album. The second album is uh, in its own way as good. And so that's why I wanted to play a song from it. This is You and I, the first track off Contact, 1969. Silver Apples. Here you go. Enjoy. Pre your life. That's right. You're, uh, yeah, not your life. <laughs>
Oh yeah. Whoa. Pretty cool. Oh no, to definitely. I mean, I mean, if, do you I, own that? I do. I think you are not uh, alone in the the sense that uh, the first album is the one that I think most people know, but I would say the second album is weirder in a lot of ways. I mean, that's a pretty straight one, but um, it, it's it's as good in its own right as the first record. Yeah, tell me more about them. They're in New York City, right? New York City, um, just a duo, drums and electronics, um, Dan Taylor played drums. Simeon did the vocals and the electronics. Uh, and, you know, I mean, they were, you know, that was 68, 69. Think about the other artists that were happening at that time that were doing electronic music and songs. And I, it's hard to come up with too many other contemporaries. Especially know. with the pop element. I mean, that, in this country. That, totally. You know, because I mean, you, you got John Jacques Perry and uh, Gershon Kingsley who were doing a lot of uh, electronics, but you weren't, they weren't writing pop songs. Um, no, those are pop songs. Yeah, those are pop songs. Uh, but and weird. The, I, don't, also, I don't even know, if, like, in the late 60s, did they play out live? Uh, good question. Probably I, not. I, they I, must have been, like, a studio trick. I don't. Or not a trick, but, I, like, a thing. Yeah, I don't know. Just keep in mind you had to build all those things and like the machines were huge. Right, that's true. It's not like buying like a Nord Lee. That's true. Like, well, on their first album, do you have, you have their first album, right? Um, yeah, and I don't really. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to. I mean, I'm, I'm happy I have one. Yeah, and like I take care of it. You may. Um, I don't know if you have. Do you have the insert? There's an insert that came with the first album, um, and it shows pictures of them playing on like a roof. You know yeah, like giant things, like carrying giant things around. Yeah. I don't have the insert. Okay. Well, the insert shows them playing on a roof in New York City. I mean, it's clearly the New York skyline. I've seen that picture on the internet. Okay. Yeah. So It's kind of a famous picture. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it, what it is is it's um, the insert has uh, – it's double-sided and probably has uh, four by four, you know – plus text so uh let's do the math 30 ish close to 30 photos of them just like hanging out and playing on the roof and performing so they were at least able to, <laughs> to get their yeah, shit up to a way. roof if not play uh play play out in in clubs regularly i don't know but I'm they happy did that you and i are on their crew they did tour um, after they reunited in the 90s. They did yeah, tour. Yeah, definitely in the 90s they yeah. toured, but I didn't get to see it. No, I didn't either. Um, and Simeon, sadly, has, he's he passed away a few years ago, uh, maybe more than a few years ago at this point. Um, uh, when did he? Yeah, no, a couple of years ago, t- uh, September 8th, 2020. So. Oh, bless him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, uh, he was 82. I'm going to lift the spirit. So I'm going to go to 2022. Perfect. Current. And a band, a band that's made two albums 20 years apart. Wow. Um, self-titled in 2002. And then um, a great record that I've, you know, I'm not, I'm not a top 10 list guy or anything like that. And I actually, this year, I haven't heard that many new albums. Actually, the, the next two artists I'm going to play have both made albums this year. And, um, this is an album by the Casual Dots, and their first record was really good. 
And this record, Sanguine Truth, is really, really good. It's Kathy Wilcox, who, of course, is very, you know, mm-hmm. you know famous on the show for being in Bikini Kill on Frumpies. Sure. Christina Balot, um, who is in Autoclave, a band I dearly love, and Slant Six as well. And then a guy I'm totally familiar with, um, Steve Doerr, who's in bands called Snoozers and Deep Lust. Um, the whole album is really good. It's nice to listen to records where from start to finish. I mean, obviously, I don't think anything I've ever been a part of is great from start to finish. Um, this is a really good listen all the way through. And this might be regarded as like a bit of a deep cut on this album, but I love the song. And um, yeah, no, um, Christina and Kathy. Um, this is Palindrome by the Casual Dots, Sanguine Truth.
was nice. Casual dots. You there, Bob? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I I'm having trouble like muting and unmuting. Okay. Um, that's my usual um, foray into the podcast uh, mode. It's, it's okay. Um, it's, we're not professionals. Oh, I love the whole album. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. That, that was nice. Really pretty. It, um, it had a nice vibe to it for sure. Oh, she's got such a beautiful voice, and like um, I think they both play guitar on it, Kathy and Christina, and Steve, like you know, leveled it off. You know, I mean, it's just well, it's a it's just a, a nice really good sounding album with like really good words i mean like what do you want from an album right you know at the end of the day like um recorded really nicely and um i mean i know kathy um i met her in 93 um on tour actually i tour managed a band called um, huggy bear sure she was in a band called frumpies um and then when she and we renewed our friendship in 95 in Australia, um, on the Somersault tour, I hadn't seen her in many years. Um, and she came to one of the pavement shows in New York and it was like one of those weird scenes in a parking lot, um, where they're like, you've got it. I mean, it's like raining, it's 50 and 50 degrees. And it's such a, such, she's such a nice person. And, um, I just, I mean, I dig the band, dig casual dots. I don't even know if they play live because, Bikini Kill is really active. Um, Who plays live these days, right? Yeah, and Christina Balot. I don't. I don't. I think that's how you say her name. I've never actually met her. Um, she was in Slant Six too. Yeah. I, Slant Six. I don't even know. If she, I'm sure she plays live, but I've never seen her play live. Um, but I've always like loved her voice, and I, I just. It's a very very tasteful album. Yeah. No, I I dug that. Thank you. Uh, very cool. Uh, had, had really good for road trips. Like if you're taking like a seven hour trip, like on no sleep. Yeah. That'll guide you through. Reminded me a little bit of Electrolane. Do you know them? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll, it's, it'll remind you of a lot of things. Um, I mean, so a lot of things, um, yeah. you know, um, it's, but that's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to keep it relatively current as well. Uh, with a oh ba- hell yeah, with a band who put out a new record in 2022 as well. Um, their new record is called uh, uh, Boy. I'm I'm as as you know. Hor- you don't speak French. Horrible at pretty much every other language but English, and even English is a little bit questionable. But no, don't, you know, you're pretty. You're really good at English. <laughs> okay, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they're 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 a French band from Toulouse. Um, oh, Toulouse! Toulouse, uh, and they put it out an album out. in 2022 called uh, "New Jour Étrange." Hey, uh, that's the way you overdo it. Fantastic. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go back to an album they put out in 2016, I believe. Um, uh, you know, so a few years old. Uh, and uh, the band is called uh, Marie Mathematique. Uh, I, I think it's maybe Which is a, like a reference to like somebody in mid sixties France. Could um, be, yeah, entirely possible. I mean, uh, it's obviously like a very sexy band name. It is, and I think it's a duo, um, man and woman, 
but just very cool. Uh, There's really little about them. There is. In the new album that came out uh, just in 2000. Is it an album or is it a, you know. It's an album and it's on, um, the label is, uh, now I'm, I, I had it and then I lost it. It's on a label called uh, Lunadelia. Lunadelia? Uh, yeah, they might not, they've got to have a Bandcamp page. Right? They do. They do have a Bandcamp page. Um, the no casual dots, and you can buy that album for whatever twenty five yeah. bucks on there. Yeah, they do. They do have a Bandcamp page, but for whatever reason, you can't find their new album on their Bandcamp page. It's only on the Lunadelia Bandcamp page for I don't know strange reasons. Um, but it didn't come out on vinyl. It's only available on digital download or compact disc. If you buy compact discs, you can purchase this one. Well, apparently uh, that's a thing. It, it kind of is. Um, and, uh, Do you it, have a compact disc player? Uh, I don't believe I have a standalone. Ca- I have a DVD player that can play compact discs. I don't know if that counts. Well, keep in mind, like we have, we've talked about this before, but like, it takes a long time to put out a piece of vinyl. That's true. It does. The backup's amazing. That's like, true. We're talking 10 months. Yep. I mean. Yep. So. so it could be that there's vinyl coming because it came out, I think, in May. <laughs> so we're. Um, well, hopefully we'll promote the vinyl version of this. Yeah. Like, you know, let's kick it in the high gear. Marie Mathematique. Marie Mathematique. But but I'm going to I'm gonna play one from an earlier album. Uh, the song is called Hibu Shu Voyu. Uh, Marie yeah. Mathematique. I don't have a translator here, but I do know a translator. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So a do few, I. few, actually. But... So do I. That's okay. Um, let's just Anyways, enjoy... Anyways, sexy pronunciation. Let's just like... enjoy the song. I mean, Thank you, Bob. Say it again. What's the name of the song? Uh, Hibu Shu Voyu. Here you go. <laughs> enjoy. Here you go. Dans les bars, sans ta bête calme en l'eau. 
There you go, Marie Mathematique. Well, it's not a great. I was trying to look up to the translation of the, the title um, on my phone. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, appreciate just, you for that, Bob. Yeah, no, I was hoping to hoping to come up with an answer for that, but I didn't do. <laughs> okay, it's only um, a two minute and twenty one second song, so you didn't have a lot of time. I mean, my lord. I mean, come on, Mike. We'll go ahead and play another. <laughs> you, um, you you want me to play another? Yeah, by no, them? definitely. Do. You need to play a minute. At 21 and skip the artist i mean that's not great play something off the off the current record uh boy you're putting me on the spot okay what is this new all right thing? a new thing where you go all like ah right. this is a new thing it's a new thing i guess i don't know i'm just trying to stall okay i'll play the title track stall no stall no yeah, no jour étrange oh i just want to hear yeah yeah marie mathematique here you go I'll tell you what, man. Um, you need to be a live dance DJ. That was very much in the. <laughs> tell I me mean, what. Like, two, two of my best records, two of my favorite records. Yeah. Um, of the last few years were, were of course, Raymore and uh, Lehman Yeah. And that's very much in the same vibe. Yeah. 
Um, you think that would get would, people out on the floor? Whatever it takes. I mean, <laughs> if it doesn't, then like that's their fault. <laughs> yeah, you it's fun. I mean? It's a fun record. Um, Very fun record. How did you discover that? Uh, I don't know. You, like how dig? Do you, how deep do you dig? Uh, I I dig. I don't know. I just kind of dig. Do you deep? I dig. How dig do I deep? Um, I just kind of keep my ears open, and I look to people whose recommendations I trust. I can't remember where that I saw it. That sounds like it's out of, out of our dear friend Tracy Keats Wilson's. Um, she definitely has heard of it. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think what it was What is this from new her. thing you have? Uh, uh, no, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what that new thing is. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay. Like it. You're, you're uh, not... like the, it's like a new sound of thinking out loud. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> the, like... it's the wheels turning in, in the little hamster, yeah, exactly. the hamster wheel the wheels turning, turning in my brain. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know where I heard that first. Uh, I think just someone, maybe a blog that I follow, or someone that I recommend, or um, whose whose tastes, uh, like I, I respect, uh, had posted something about it, and so I checked out their a- album and um, I dug it. And, yeah, uh, Marie Mathematique. Yeah, um, I, I bought so the 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 first album or the first song that I played is from the earlier album, which I bought on vinyl, which is why i played that one i'm more familiar with it i have the record in physical format um but let yeah, me ask that, you a question how do you listen to vinyl do you listen to vinyl like with a proper setup with speakers yep. or do you have like a, a like a, a bluetooth thing or yeah just a regular i have a, a turntable with a receiver you like know, an old school amp, setup old school setup i mean not not so old school because i don't have like the full racks and all that sort of shit oh like, no come on no no we're but, not that fancy. but yeah but like I the mean, old old school yeah just speakers and a turntable and an amp do you and, own a bluetooth speaker uh no i don't think so you <laughs> do the wheels again you do the wheels um you don't actually own so like you can't like just like sit there on your phone and like just like listen to music to like portably through because i know you'd like go no. to the beach and stuff no and... no you're that old school yeah i'm that old what school. about your car what about your car uh i do have bluetooth in my car yeah so i have okay, i have so like you like you plug in your phone and then you listen to music yeah um, it, your... i don't even have to plug it it knows when i get in the car it knows it connects and it here's... says hi mike play me some cool music yeah basically it's like it connects to my phone and the, here here's my um <laughs> he, he, that's awesome this is i mean me... same in a way but i'm gonna plug mine in this is me um kind of giving you like uh, a glimpse into your life behind inside baseball on the podcast and how I pick songs. So what I do often is for new stuff or at least stuff that's new to me, it could be new, actual new music, or it could be just stuff that I'm not that familiar with. I load it all up onto my phone and then I put it on shuffle and connect, oh, you shuffle. connect like in Bluetooth on the, in the car. And as I'm driving, you know, dropping the kids off at school, driving to work, whatever, driving around town, getting getting groceries. Uh, I'm <laughs> shuffling through all of this new music that is new to me. Um, and you let the shuffling control your thing. Yeah, I mean, I sometimes I'll forward it if I if, whatever. If it's a song that it's like okay, you know, whatever. But, uh, but anyway, yeah. I think that's like the most. I think that I'm gonna call it the 77th most. Boring conversation in three song spot <laughs> history, which I triggered. Yes, thank and, you, Bob. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, why don't my fault. you play? But it is interesting song. to me because, like, 
I like to envision you listening to music. It's like you, I think I always have had the impression that you listen to more music than I do. And I think I'm totally correct on that. I mean, because you always have an arsenal. Like, you, like yeah. you've always got, like, 23 choices. And, like, I'm just, like, concentrating on, like, how do I come up with content? I mean, like, there's so many things I want to play. But, like, what am I going to talk about? Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that's the lead into my next song. Okay. Well. Um, Richard Dawson from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in Northumberland um, is in my opinion, um, who I'm newly familiar, newly familiar with is one of the best artists of our generation. Ooh. Um, he's a young man. That's not he's fake made praise. Yeah. I mean, he's, um, pretty unique. I mean, unique, excuse the pretty, um, He's made three albums, Nothing Important in 2014, Peasant in 2017, and has a new record called The Ruby Chord, um, along with Circuit to You and many other artists who blew pavement off the stage this year. He did so in London. And this is a lengthy song. Okay. Um, it's triumphant. It's beautiful. Um, it's been called Achingly Beautiful. Um, it's a uh, horse and rider by Richard Dawson off the album The Ruby Court. Thank you. 
you lean forward in the saddle too. Embrace. I wonder if my lady knows there's no
pretty. pretty we all a- we all ache for triumph. Yeah, that's a uh, that was a nice one. Yeah, you're right. It was a long one, but it was a bit epic. Um, well, epic is brilliant, and yeah. um, such. I'd also like to mention Johnny Lynch from the band Pictures Trail. Okay. Um, he he and his band played with us in Glasgow and were so wonderful. That's beautiful. Um, and Seems like a great I, guy. I, yeah, I mean, to meet him in person was lovely. And I only met Richard Dawson briefly. Um, I was actually trying to do my, London, my laundry in London um, on the upstairs dishwasher at the roundhouse. It was a bit tricky. Um, but um, he left us all verklempt. He would have been the only artist that... Um, that Stephen Malkus would have gotten involved in the process of like, you know, making sure that, um, somebody that he loves, um, played with us and, uh, oh, it was intense. I mean, he was a very intense live performer. His story is actually very interesting. Worked in a record store for years in Newcastle and bought an acoustic guitar, then broke it and, and then, um, repaired it and started to make music and uh, just a very, very, very um, talented, described, I mean, achingly beautiful um, by my twin And um, just, oh, man, he's good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, dig deep. Dig deep. I will. I'll check it out. Uh, thank you for the tip. Um, and like I said, epic. It sounded epic. Yeah. I mean, uh, Horse and Rider, of course, like... Um, I mean, the lyrics are fantastic. Um, if you didn't hear them, you can always access them. Because I keep in mind, I'm pretty deaf. I have a hearing aid now. Um, but I still have trouble hearing lyrics as songs go along. So I actually have to read along with them. Um, so, yeah, no, fantastic. Beautiful. Well, thank you, sir. Um, and uh, I guess, how do I follow that? I'll follow that with uh, a band from Nigeria in the 1970s, this is they put <laughs> nice. Uh, it's, I mean, which what, do you, what do we call those, Mike? Mike, <laughs> pivot. Um, it's yeah, kind of all I can pivot. do is is follow it with a band from Nigeria in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, you'll, I mean, it'll work. <laughs> um, Let me guess: Black Children Sledge Funk Group. The the Black Children, uh, also known as the Black Children Sledge Funk Group. Um, well, I'm completely unfamiliar with. Uh, like... They put out three albums. Uh, this is from their debut record in 1976. They also put out a second album in 78 and then a third one in 79. They're they're all um, great. Uh, they're all quite difficult to come by. You might be able to find them online somewhere, streaming. Um, but I was lucky to stumble across a copy in the person and picked it up, uh, and I love it. I just love this record. Um, uh, from a from a fantastic store in Portland called Little Axe that gets a lot of really amazing uh, records from all over the world. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I'm going to play you uh, the title track from their debut record called Love is Fair. And, uh, Let's hope so. I think you'll, yeah, uh, sometimes it's fair. Um, but, <laughs> well, who uh, knows? You know, some uh, people... <laughs> right. It's fair for some people. But anyway, uh here you go. <laughs> Black children slash <laughs> love. Um so yeah, the, the, the band is formed uh with I, I I think it's a bunch of different people from the black family, like Dan Black and Muhammad Black and they're all 
everybody that plays on the record, their last name is Black. So hence the name of the group. Uh, and I think you'll dig it. Uh, like staple singers. Yeah, exactly. Love is Fair, Black Children, Sledge Funk Group, 1976. Here you go. Hit it.
HBO Black Children's Sledge Funk Group. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, just a really good vibe, beautiful guitar, pretty pretty funky. The whole album is great. Second record's good, too. I don't know the third album as well. I don't know any of it, but it sounds lovely. Check it out. You'll dig it. Yeah. Anyways, I think we, you know... It was. It's been a tough week for, for us. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You know, um, one of our biggest heroes as a duo, as a podcast team. Right. Um, I don't really even know how to put it into words. Um, our love for Hamish Kilgore. Yeah. Of of the clean, the mad scene, the great unwashed. Solo, everything about it. Belter space. Um, Belter space for sure. Um, I died this week. Yep. Um, and uh, I'm going to turn it over to you, Mike. I mean, obviously, like, since we were, were in your case, a teenager, or I think both of us teenagers, um, um, I met Hamish a few times and you know like a lot of people um i'm not i'm not not an intrusive person um i'll talk to people obviously but like um, at the same time like um he was just he was in his own world but just from an appreciation standpoint seeing him play live and just being around him um was fantastic um, but also intense. Um, I I'm, was completely unaware of him as a person. To me, he was just like a hero who I look up to as an elder, you know. Yeah. And um, just so, you know, as far as I could tell. Because, I mean, like, when you're around people like that, um, they're heroes. I mm-hmm. mean, um mm-hmm. So very sad news. Like, um, I know. Yeah. So, and, and I never met him. Um, I have friends that were close to him. Um, but yeah, I I mean, I I met him, but like musically, he was a huge, uh, influence on my life and bands that he was in. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, you, like you said, it's, it's, it's hard. And I, I don't know how you can even honor somebody like that uh, other than, I guess, just play some of the music that he was involved in. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll let you pick a couple. Yeah, you, you suggested Flowers. I think let's do that from the clean. And then... Yeah, um, so that's like one of the... Um, of course, his brother David, who I know better... Um, who is more gregarious and more open and, you know, would know him way better. Um, And the two of them, um, such brilliant um, songwriters. The intensity was, Mm -hmm. it was, I mean, something that helped you. um, And keep in mind, in my case, like, I don't have much, but like, um, and you know, intensity is, or just like caring, um, like it's such a rare opportunity to, you know, do this kind of thing Mm -hmm. on any premise, but like the intensity 
I mean, when I think of intensity, and sorry to overuse that word, um, he's formidable, just yeah. formidable. I mean, the yeah. way he played drums is formidable. This this snare, um, yeah, just the snare, crack. yeah. It's uh, all about the snare. That's right. And, uh, yeah. All right. So I'll I'll play "Flowers" by the Clean, and then we'll we'll just let it play. What straight. a love song! This is like my favorite love song. Yeah, and then we'll pl- let it play straight into the Great Unwashed. Um, uh, and, and we'll just let the music speak. Um, here's to you, Hamish. Uh, thank you. For yeah, the music. love you, mate. Yeah, thank uh, you. All right, here you go. The Clean. Get the camera.
Much love, Hamish. Here's the great unwashed. Thanks, Mike. Um, Thank you, Bob. Yeah, when you do a when when you look at a drum set, right? I don't know. I don't know how to look at one properly. Um, it, I mean, it's always like, it's like to me, it's like driving the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a bit of a simpleton. Um, and uh, Hamish Kilgore, like my lord. I mean, a just, master. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just like. Dig deep, you know, dig deep. Rest well, Hamish, and thank you for the music. Yeah, um, no, it's a pleasure doing a podcast. It was, um, it was. Been a, been a while, you know, and uh, we'll get back at it. It has been. And uh, Enjoyed it. Thanks for sharing your artist with me. And, um, yeah. And thanks, I've everybody, got an arsenal. for listening. I've got an arsenal. Yeah. Um, we'll do this again and, soon. And uh, we'll get back there. So look after yourself. And you've had a tough, like, 10 days health-wise. Good, well, good to see you you're know, back at yeah, it. Just Still lingering cough, but but on the mend. Yeah, all right. Good for you. Good <laughs> for right. you, Mike. Yeah, Th- talk to you soon, mate. Thank Love you, Bob. Man. Love you. Love you all. Thank you for listening.